0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the TSF Coaching Podcast and and this is the podcast that's designed for clients and potential clients and just anyone that's listening for for kind of a topical fitness um, and health and wellness podcast so I kind of wanted to start off by saying, like, hey, this is my fourth podcast, um, and I'm struggling. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think I'm good at this. Um, and, and the goal is obviously to get good at it. But, but to me, it's like, hey, I actually just enjoy it. I'm, I'm having fun doing this, and, and I love being able to kind of just sit in front of nobody and talk. And, and that's something that I. Um, it's it's kind of an outlet for me to take all the things that are going on in my head and get it out on a piece of paper get out on this um, recorder, the the space in front of me that nobody's listening to. So, and it's a little bit less daunting than talking to a group of people or talking to a client. It seems like the stakes are lower, um, when in fact they they might not be. Um, maybe they're actually higher. I mean, you know, like there's probably more p- people listening to this than um, me talking to just a one-on-one client. So. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to start off with is just like, I just don't think I'm good at this yet, but but I like it and I'm having fun doing it. And, and it's really good practice on good communication. So um, part of the thing that I want to do and part of the job that I'm kind of aspiring towards um, is being able to communicate really well. Um, so, so I need to... Talk to clients and say things that are maybe really complex, but in a really simple form. And that's kind of the goal of this podcast is to get really good at um, simplifying the things that are really complex. And the human body itself, one of the things that I've been thinking about recently is like the human body itself is, is amazing. Like, it's capable of so much and it does so much for us. Um But we just don't know how it works, and it is so complex. Um, And so that's kind of the thing. I want to be able to communicate how the human body works um, in a way that pretty much anyone can understand so yeah and and that's part of it is just being able to practice on communication Um, and I just I listen to podcasts all the time and I I love the idea of them and I love listening to them because it's just a really easy thing to just throw on Um, and especially when you're doing like a mindless activity or um, going on a walk or something like that you can kind of shut your brain off and just really soak up the information so um, yeah that's that's kind of the goal of this podcast is hey I'm just going to share what's been on my mind and and hopefully you guys can kind of shut your brains off and kind of soak this in Um, that being said there are going to be times when I'm awkward or cringy just because um, I'm awkward sometimes (laughs) so hopefully hopefully you guys can get past that and still let your mind kind of go off it seems like every time I listen to a podcast um, there's an awkward moment it kind of takes me out of it and I kind of just want to laugh or scoff but it's like hey let's let's just try to buy into this and so that's the goal is that you guys aren't having to laugh at me or anything like that and you can kind of just buy into what I'm talking about without some of that empty space so Yeah. So today we're kind of going with from a different style. The last couple podcasts I've had, I've had like a script in front of me and and just like a whole thing I wanted to talk about. And I haven't just read from it, but I've um, used that to guide myself. Now this time I have maybe a hundred words on a paper and it's like bullet notes of two to three words at a time. So... We'll see how this goes. Um, most of the time, when I write those scripts, it's like I don't look up anything up. I don't I don't look at another form to try to try to condense that into this podcast. It's like no, I'm just writing what's in my head. I don't ever have to look anything up. Um, so I'm like, maybe this time I can just just write from my head, but speak it instead of writing it down and then trying to read off of it. So yeah, we're just gonna try to dive into that a little bit. Um, so recently. Uh, I've been working, obviously, on nutrition coaching stuff, and it's kind of been a battle to sit down and just write all day or sit down and do forms or... um try to strategize on, on content creation and, and other business stuff that I'm working through. Um, so actually, I've been taking breaks and, and listening to audiobooks or something Then I'll sit in like the sauna or something like that, or I'll go on a walk and listen to an audiobook book um, and kind of classify that as work because it's like, hey, these audiobooks are something that um, will be super applicable to, to my future. So one of the books I've been listening to recently is, is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, And and I want to start off by saying that guy, like, he's been through so much. Like, his life is crazy. I mean, just like in the first chapter, he talks about getting hit in the head with a baseball bat and fracturing, like all of the bones in his nose, and, and, and his skull broke open, and then his eyeball started to pop out, like, all this stuff, and now he's he's played baseball at a D1 level and, and done all this stuff, and, and now, obviously, he's a really smart guy that talks about habits and, and building your own um, little habits so that the big things can come to you. So, yeah, one of the things he talked about was this idea of a piggy bank, um, and I posted about this on Instagram not too long ago, um, but just talking about how... Oftentimes we tell ourselves we're going to do something that we don't. Um, and if our trust is like a piggy bank, each time we don't do what we say we're going to, we're taking a coin out of that. And so there's little things that we tell ourselves we're going to do. Um, and, and say each each decision we make has a little bit of a different value. So say every time that you say you want to make your bed, it's like that's that's a penny in the piggy bank. Like each time you make your bet after you say you're going to do that, that's a penny in the piggy bank. Um, and then each time you... You go to the gym, that's a nickel. That's a, that's a two-hour activity versus a 10-minute activity. And then each time you uh, eat healthy for a meal, like that takes a lot of discipline, that's that's a dime. And then there's other things like each time you complete a task over a week, that's a that's a quarter. So, so think of your trust like that of um, not only is it full of, of coins, but each coin has different values, and then you have dollar values. It's like maybe you lost 10 pounds over three months. like, hey, you're going to put a dollar in that piggy bank. And the more full that that piggy bank is, um, the more trust you have for yourself. So the more you have to prove to yourself that you've you've done those things that you said you're going to do um, and you completed those tasks so that when you say you're going to do something, you trust yourself more and you're able to commit more. Um, if your piggy bank is empty, there's, there's a lack of commitment to anything you say you're going to do because you've lost the trust in yourself. Um, so that's something I was kind of going through and kind of processing through of like, hey, there's, there's activities that I do that, that I'm taking, I'm taking a lot of coins out of my piggy bank on a daily basis. I'll say, I'm going to sit down and work for two hours. And that's like, Hey, maybe, maybe I only work for an hour and a half, or maybe I work for an hour and then uh semi work for the last hour or something like that. And I'm, I'm taking coins out of that piggy bank, no matter what, like I, I worked for an hour, but, but the, the last half hour I'm taking coins out. Um, and, and part of that maybe even makes me think of like, maybe if, if you take a coin out, it's probably double the value of you putting one in. Just because the value of you putting one in is pretty easy, but the value of you taking one out is that's a lot more difficult and that's a lot more um that tells yourself a lot more about yourself. So yeah, and that's the thing I've been dealing with too of like, hey each morning I wake up and I'm I tell myself when I'm going to bed, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wake up at five fifty and get to the gym by six. Pretty much every single morning um, for the last month, I've gotten there by seven. So, so I'm still going to the gym. I've still got that that nickel in the piggy bank. But each time I'm waking up an hour later, I'm taking it right back out. It's like my my trust levels are are going in and coming out in the same level. No matter no matter the task that I did, no matter the amount of time that I spent in the gym, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Whether that be did I tell somebody else, hey, I'm gonna be there at six, and then I show up at seven. Like that's that's pretty tough. But but also like. I told myself I was going to be there at 6 and I showed up at 7. So I'm not telling people I'm going to be there at 6 a.m. Otherwise, I would would try a little bit harder to be there. But I am telling myself, like, I'm going to be there at 6. And then I show up at seven. So so little things like that. Like I I don't know how much trust I have for myself. Um, I've done some big things for myself. And I have a lot of confidence that if I if I really needed to, I would do something. Um, but your life kind of boils down to the little habits that you make. So it's the little decisions that you make. Um, and even you'll see this of, hey, like maybe you had a week where there was two birthday parties or something like that. And you you had two cheap meals and then you ended up binging because of both of them because you just felt so bad about yourself. Um So that's like you took a lot of money out of that piggy bank because you ate things that you said you weren't going to eat for maybe those two birthday parties or maybe you went into it being like, I'm going to eat this and then you overate. So then it's like, hey, now I'm more susceptible to to making poor decisions because I've taken so much money out of that piggy bank recently. um, So I'm comfortable doing that again and I know that I'll be okay if I do. Because you don't see those initial effects until your p-bank is empty, and then you realize, like, hey, I've got no trust for myself. Like, I can't. I can't do this. Like, the confidence level goes down. Everything goes down, and, and you can't trust yourself because you don't have any trust left. Like, you've earned or you've used all of it. You earned it all at the beginning, and then you lost it all throughout the last month or something like that, and you keep making poor decisions. So that's something I thought the triathlon would fix, of me signing up for it and being like, okay, I'm going to train for this. And then, of course, I procrastinate and two months go by, and I haven't really trained much. I've I've biked every once in a while and um, been more intentional about, about getting some cardio in, but I haven't stuck to a plan. I haven't created a plan and done it. And so I'm I'm still working through that of like, hey, now I'm on crunch time. Like now I have to fill up my piggy bank as much as possible in the last month before I'm able to complete that triathlon in good time. So that's kind of the thing I wanted to talk about of like, hey, if you if you say for so many years you are going to lose weight, you're like in negative dollars on your piggy bank if you haven't done anything about it. And so then if you continue to tell yourself like, hey, I need to lose this weight, it's like, well... Why do you need to if you've said for so long that you also need to and you still haven't done it? And so that's kind of the thing I think that a lot of people are stopped by on their weight loss journey um, is they're frustrated because... They really want to lose this weight. They really want to make better decisions. They really want to create a healthier lifestyle, but there's no trust left for themselves to do it, and so they don't. They don't do it. They can't because they, they don't trust themselves. Like the harder decisions become a lot easier to to miss because you've missed them for so many years in a row. Um, whereas if you if you spent so many times saying that you're going to do something and you do it each time, you you wake up, you make your bed, you get to the gym at the same time, you get to work ten minutes early. You take a shorter lunch or whatever, you eat a healthier meal, this, 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 you do all of these things, Um, you've earned the trust of yourself so that when you say you're going to lose weight, you have no option but to do it. Otherwise, you're going to be taking money out of that piggy bank and the rest of your life is going to fall apart too because you continue to get comfortable taking that money away for so many years that you've proven to yourself that you can do it. So the odds from you having a full piggy bank of having those decisions and habits that you've made um, and continuing to do those, continuing to say to yourself what you're going to do and then do it and follow through the more likely you are to to lose weight when you say you're going to or to make those better decisions um so yeah think of that when you're um, making just little decisions in your day like start with the pennies maybe you say you're gonna fill up a cup of water and set it by your bed and the next morning when you wake up you're gonna drink that it's like start with putting a penny in there and then you have your breakfast and you, and you think about it the night before and be like, okay, for breakfast, I'm going to make two eggs and a piece of toast or something like that. It's like, okay, well, then you do it and then you put another penny in there. And then maybe you you go to the gym you're like, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out for 30 minutes. Okay, I'm going to put a nickel in there. And then you start to get more comfortable. You're still putting in that money. Then each, each one of the decisions that you make, each one of the things that you say has a little bit more value. Um, because you're so used to trusting yourself and you're earning the trust of others as you do that. So then when you... The words hold more weight than they did when you would say things and not do them, whether that be to yourself or to somebody else. So you're less likely to tell yourself you're going to do something that you don't think you're going to do because you've earned the amount of trust and the amount of weight in the words that you say because you've done the things that you said you're going to for the past month. So like I said, if you're wanting to start to fill up that piggy bank, you don't have to start with the big like, okay, this month I'm actually going to do it. I'm actually going to start eating healthier. I'm actually going to cut down 500 calories per day. I'm actually going to start going to the gym and working out five times a week. It's like, no, let's let's start with the pennies. Like, let's start with the little decisions you make on a daily basis and then work our way up to those bigger decisions and then work our way up to the dollars. And then that's when you'll start to see results, is when you start with the pennies and work your way up. Because if you start with the dollars and you start with really heavy amounts of, of, of weight to each decision, um, the likelihood of you being able to do that is very low because you can't even do the pennies. So if you can't do the pennies, you're not going to be able to do the dollars. So that, that, that sounded a little complicated. Um, and even to me saying it, I'm like partially lost. But I hope you you can understand the idea of of the piggy bank being, hey, this is how much you trust yourself. Um, And that's based off of the past three months of you making little decisions and big decisions um, and whether you stuck to them or not. So yeah, that's that's the, the kind of idea behind that piggy bank. And uh yeah, like I said, I posted about that this week. And so if you're wanting more information about that, reach out to me or talk to me or go look at that post or um yeah, like I said, this podcast is, is hopefully a good resource for you in that regard. The second thing I wanted to talk about um was was so so today's Thursday. Uh and, and as you know, if you've been following me and you look at my stories every once in a while, you'll you'll know I get a donut every Thursday. Um and I kinda wanted to talk about that a little bit of of why I do that. So the idea behind that is that I'm a huge proponent of, of flexible dieting. And, and you probably know that from the last podcast if you listen to that. Um, or, or if you have worked with me or talked to me, you probably know that I'm, I'm a really big proponent of flexible dieting and not restrictive dieting. Um, just because I think that restrictive dieting, for me, it's never worked and it's actually done a lot of harm in my life. Um, versus flexible dieting where I've been able to sustain a body that I'm, I'm mostly proud of for the past two years. Um, because of this idea of, of dieting in a flexible way. So, yeah, let's, let's kind of dive into that a little bit. So the idea of flexible dieting um, is hitting, hitting your macros or hitting your calorie targets 80% of the time, and then or 80 to 85. I, I like the more 85 route just because I think that 15% is enough to, to sustain that. Um, 20% of the time, if you eight bad four out of the 5 days um of the work week you're probably not sitting very good um just because that's such a, that's a lot of room to to hurt yourself there um whereas 15% if you divide that into the week that's not that's not that much time Um, And you're still able to um, hit those targets most of the time there. So flexible dieting is the idea of hitting your macros um, 85% of the time and then enjoying yourself the other 15%. Um, And so the reason I think this works better is because when you're in restrictive diet, it so often sparks this cycle um, of hitting the, hitting the macros you want um, and, and saying you want, you're shooting for 99% of the time of hitting those macros. Um, so you're restricting yourself, restricting yourself all this time, and then you're thinking about the things that you can't have. So you see a donut, say it's Thursday, and you've had donuts on Thursdays for however long, and you see a donut, and you're like, oh man, I can't have that donut. Like I cannot have it. Like no matter what, I can't have it. And then the rest of the day, you're thinking about that donut that you saw. You're like, oh, but I can't. Like I'm just gonna eat my apple, or I'm gonna eat this chicken and rice. And but I, but I really want that donut. And then the next day, you do the same thing, same cycle, same cycle. And then by day four, you wanted that donut so long ago. And by day four, you've been thinking about that donut. And you go out and you get a six-pack of donuts and you, and you destroy all of them. And then since you had a big breakfast of, of the six-pack of donuts and all that sugar that makes you more hungry, you, you decide, I'm going to have pizza for lunch. And I'm going to destroy a whole pizza. And, and I, I, I promise, I speak from experience, this is something I have done before. <laughs> like I've definitely, it was pretty common when I was in a cycle of binging, um, I would eat a whole pizza at a time so I don't want you to think this is a crazy idea because people do do this and I've, I've been there and I've done this so then you eat a whole pizza and you're like okay well it's it's dinner time like I'm gonna lock it up for dinner like I'm gonna get strict and it's like oh man I can't like I, I had pizza already I had donuts like I'm gonna have taco bell for dinner and i'm gonna go get a baja blast full sugar whatever you're gonna eat the whole thing or and eat or drink the whole giant 32 ounce uh 57 grams of sugar whatever giant thing of of baja blast and you're gonna have four or five tacos and then a churro after um and then you have ice cream later whatever like you you now have went from 99 percent of the time strict to after having four or five days or maybe it's even two weeks of Doing that and then you have a day where it's like I ate almost 8,000 calories today because of that so often that time it's like well if you had 8,000 calories say for, for one day and the rest of the time you were at 2000 calories for two weeks. So say you had 14,000 calories, um, in two weeks total. And then you had 8,000 calories. Like, well, if you added divided 8,000 into 14 groups and then you added that, it's like, you're no longer in a 500 calorie deficit because you were strict for so long and didn't allow yourself little meals, um, here and there to keep you intact. And so now you're at a point where it's like, man, I just threw away two weeks of my diet because I was trying to be strict. And then you're pissed at yourself and you go to bed angry and then you wake up the next day you're like, I need to make a change. And you get so upset and then you work out for three hours in the gym and punish yourself for it. And then you're like, I can't eat anything unhealthy for the next month. And then you go through the same cycle again. 14 days go by, you're like, I haven't eaten in 14 days. I'm going to have a six pack of donuts this morning. And then you do the whole thing again. So that, that is what I see most often, um, what happens when people have this restrictive dieting um, cycle where they, they end up going into binging and then they have to punish themselves or they purge and then they're in like bulimic um, habits and, and bulimic behavior. And so that, that happens so often because you, you're strict on yourself you, you slip one time and then you slip the rest of the day and then you're 8,000 calories in the hole and then you have to punish yourself for it. And then you punish yourself by becoming strict again and then you do the whole process again. So you're just in this cycle of strict binging, purging, strict binge, purge, stuff like that. Whereas if I'm like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat really good food most of the time and I'm going to try to feed my body and love my body with the way that I'm eating, and then if there's a donut on Thursday, I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a donut and I'm not gonna feel bad about it because I love my body and I, I also love my body in the way that I love my mind. Like if I am desiring a donut and I I enjoy the taste of donuts, I'm gonna eat a donut. And there's there's a healthy aspect to that too of like We've been provided really good food. Like, God has created this world with, with some pretty awesome food and people that can make really good food. Um, and, and our minds can, can take that. And, and we, we love food. Like, that's as humans, we enjoy eating food. And so it's okay to to have the foods that you enjoy, um, but what's not okay is is binging and destroying yourself on those foods. Is loving them so much that you can't even control yourself um, and eating twelve of them. It's like no, you can you can have one donut every Thursday, and then if if Sunday rolls around and you're you're wanting like a slice of pizza or two slices of pizza, you're fine. Like do that, but spend the rest of your time eating and fueling your body to the best of your abilities. Um, so that's kind of my process on flexible dieting is like i think people should be able to have the foods that they enjoy or have a drink every once in a while um but i think that they should do those for the right reasons like i don't think they should do it um as a way of of punishing themselves or or as a way of just feeding their body these these things that they can't control it's like i think they should just do it because they enjoy it and to savor every bite or savor every drink of that drink or whatever like I think we're just designed to, to love food and I think that's okay. Like you should you should feel comfortable eating foods that you enjoy. Um, but you should also be able to be in control of that. And so I think that this idea of being super strict like yeah, you're you're 100% in control for those 2 weeks but then you slip and then you lose control for for a day, say that or set and then you eat 5,000 to 7,000 calories or whatever. And then it's like, "Hey, well, if we bring in the piggy bank idea, you're taking out like for all this time even putting in these nickels throughout like the past 2 weeks of eating so many good foods and then you take out $5, like you're you're out, like you're you're negative right now on trust. Um, so then when you go back into the, the strict dieting and then you are you don't trust yourself enough, so you, you can eat strict, you're still putting in these nickels, but then it's like, well, last time I purged, so why why shouldn't I this time? Like I know that I'm not capable of going two weeks without eating something bad, so I'm gonna just start easing into the little things and I'm gonna have a donut. And then it's like the next day, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have had that donut. So you do all this stuff and you're just like so many different, avenues you can go with this to end up poorly, whereas flexible dieting, it's like, hey, I'm going to emphasize my control, and I'm also going to enjoy myself, and that's going to be just fine, and we're going to do this, and and I'm going to be smart about it, um, and I'm going to fuel my body and love my body by the way I eat, and I'm going to love my mind by the way I eat in some places too, and I'm going to have these foods that I enjoy so yeah overall I just think flexible dieting is such a wise way to go about doing this um just because I think it's so sustainable like you could flexibly diet for 10-15 years and not see weight gain or even you can lose weight flexible dieting as well like you can have a donut while you're cutting like that's okay um and so many people just don't think that's true and they think you have to be super strict and um do all this stuff and, and check all these boxes but it's like you can still enjoy yourself like you should you should love your life we're only on earth for 70 years like let's enjoy it and let's, let's treat our bodies well. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the thought process behind that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the things I wanted to talk about was the idea of this piggy bank of our own trust and then flexible dieting. And then you can kind of tie those two up, um, in a way of like flexible dieting is a really good way to continue adding these pennies and nickels and in quarters and dimes to our piggy bank every day, even in when we eat these bad foods, these foods that are um, not necessarily the most healthy, um, but we're showing that we can control ourselves and, and we're allowing ourselves to do that and telling ourselves that it's okay to do that, um, but we're not taking money out by going overboard or killing ourselves by it. So yeah. Um yeah, if you want to hear anything else from me, I also have another podcast that I'm I'm kind of getting into. It's called Popcorn and Protein podcast. Um and that's where I talk about movies cuz I just love movies. Um and I talk about kind of similar things like this. It's kind of a topical podcast um about health and wellness in general. So yeah if if you're looking for any more resources from me you can go to my website solomonfarner.com um, you can follow me on instagram at tsfarnercoach, coach uh, and then facebook Solomon Farner or true sustainable fitness on facebook um, yeah join my facebook group uh, it's called tsf home team um, and that's kind of where i dive into just little tips and tricks on how to how to better help yourself in in your health and wellness journey and then i also um have a have a strava group now called tsf walkers um where we'll we'll end up doing a competition to see you can walk for the most amount of time throughout the month and whoever does that um gets a free t-shirt so yeah if you need anything from me reach out like i love i love helping people and i'm i'm enjoying this process so thank you